Welcome to the Encompass Podcast with Katie and Jackie. Join us as we flutter through what is known as the human experience and discover our soul's purpose. Hey everybody, how's it going? So I am super duper 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 excited. Number one, because this is a new podcast for KT. And I have my very, 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 very good friend in whatever soul sister, whatever you want to call her, um, my friend Jackie here with me. And not only are she here with me, but Jackie and I decided to start a podcast together and it is called Encompass. And Jackie actually had came up with this name. Um, I can't remember exactly when we had talked about this. It was months ago. And this was, we talked about going on a business venture together. And we were like, hey, like, let's name it Encompass. Thought that was a great name. And then, you know, things happen, like COVID happens, all kinds of crazy things happen. And, you know, you don't always stay in contact with each other. And then, but the thing is, is that, Jackie and I have always been those friends, um, those type of people where, you know, we don't even need to like see each other or talk to each other every single day. We can just, you know, see each other months and just be like, oh, we, we don't, we just connect, talk, let it all loose. And that's pretty much, you know, really what has like brought us here today is the friendship that we do have and us be, being on this spiritual journey together. So basically what the Encompass podcast is going to be, it's going to be a lot, there's not going to be a real, you know, script for any of these podcasts, but we will have topics that we do talk about each week. We'll have something fun. And obviously this tonight, this podcast is going to be more about introducing ourselves and kind of getting to know, you know, us and why we chose the topic that we chose. Um, so Jackie, if you want to, if you want to give maybe just a short introduction real quick, and then we can kind of, you know, go from there. Cause, um, I know that a lot of listeners that'll be on here will be new, you know, don't know me, but there'll be a lot of people that will be knowing you. So we'll make sure that we do, you know, both do introductions. Yes, definitely. Super excited to finally be doing this. Um, like you said, it's something I feel like we've been talking about, we've been talking about doing something or anything together for years now and <laughs> off and on and so to finally be able to actually do something is fantastic um yeah so hi i'm jackie um i am a magical unicorn and flamingos are my spirit animal and um yeah there's so much things about me i hate when people ask me like say a few things about yourself because i <laughs> I don't know how to tell myself in like a short little sentence. Like there's just, I'm a lot. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Right. And exact. Plus we don't like the labels, right? Like that's just too much. Like it's too much pressure. Like we got to have, you know, thing we got to be flamboyant and flowy and have fun things. <laughs> yes. It has to be authentic. It has to be real. And, and you know what? I kind of make mistakes and I, I, Bumble along a lot. I flutter more than bumble, I guess. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's awesome. That's exactly why you and I are friends. 100%. But, 100%. Um, and I know that I also wanted to mention when I did the introduction as well that, you know, we are very open-minded people 
and we talk about topics that sometimes people are a little, you know, they don't know a lot of information about. So, you know, it's okay to ask questions and connect with us after the podcast or get in touch with us because we're always, you know, Jackie and I are definitely listeners and we're here for our listeners and we're here for our people. Everybody knows who that is. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to make sure that I that I got that in there because, like I said, some of these topics are, are different, you know, and, <clears throat> and it can be informational and sometimes it can bring a lot of questions. So, oh, 100%. Like, questions are necessary, I feel like, because mm-hmm. the great thing about all of this spirituality is that there's no wrong way to do it. Right. So, my perspective isn't always your perspective, which hopefully isn't everybody else's perspective. So, to ask the questions and to have the conversations is literally the meaning and the purpose of this all. Exactly. Exactly. And we're always learning. Every single person is always learning. And never and like we were just saying the other day, we don't all know it all, right? Or none of us actually know it all, even though some of us think we do. No, because when, when you're done learning your lesson, that's when you move on to the next one. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, like literally what life is for and life is about is to be here to learn lessons and go through hard times. So mm-hmm. yeah, and And I think sometimes it's hard to accept those lessons and to move on and to understand that you have another lesson to learn after that. I had the hardest time accepting that. And I think sometimes I still do when I have struggle, you know, when I have things that I'm struggling with sometimes. Um, And it could be just like my car breaking down, you know what I mean? And that stuff kind of happens, you know what I mean? Or I mean, little, little things like a health issue and you got to start going to the doctor more often. There's just things that can happen. Um, and there's always, no matter what, and as hard as it is to think that there's always a lesson in it somehow, some way. Yeah. It's always easier for me to have that mindset when I'm talking to somebody else about their problems. (laughs) I can be this optimistic, oh, there's a reason for everything. I can say all of the right things, but when I'm in it myself, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, the world is over. Like, (laughs) the worst thing that's ever happened. And I lose 90% of my faith in everything that I know. And it's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It ha- it totally, and that's the, you know, the human side of us, right? Like where the emotions and the feelings and the physical and everything that we chose to do. Yes. Right? Well, and I'm, always, I'm always telling my husband because I feel like I'm a, like, I don't know, I'm like a quarter mile ahead of him on the path here. Like it's not right. really that far, but I'm a little bit further ahead of than him in my spiritual journey and my path. And so I'm trying to help him and teach him and guide him. And a lot of the times I feel like I'm coming from this place of this is how you should be and, and <laughs> yeah. telling him what to do. And I, right. I'll stop myself and I'll look at him and be like, I'm not a master. Like I have not mastered any of this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. Like, I don't feel like a master. I feel like I'm a student. I feel like a student that is sitting in a seat, just, you know, I never know what my next move's going to be some, well, most of the time. (laughs) And some of these classes I'm taking two and three times because I didn't get it all the first time. 
Yeah. You did it. Oh my gosh. And I, I don't know if you ever knew this about me, but I ended up taking like algebra like four times in college because I never <laughs> And then finally, which is so, I think this is the coolest thing ever. I tell everybody this. My math teacher was just so good the last time I took it. So it was meant to be. This is this is how I, you know, all these things. So my math teacher, algebra teacher, whatever you want to call him, he was so good at teaching. I got an A in that class the fourth time I took it. Like Wow. And I and like I said, I didn't fail every time. I just got a bad enough grade to where I'm like, I can't have that on my, you know, my um my transcript. So I just was like, I got to have a good grade because I want to show for it, you know, when I'm done, when I graduate. And man, I was just like, that was, that was the coolest thing because I was like, it was totally meant to be for me to take that class four times (laughs) so that I could finally get it the fourth time. (laughs) And that's right there. That's life, right? Like you might have to do it for 20, 80 times. You never know. And it'll take that one special person who can explain it to you in the way that just makes absolute sense. Right. Exactly. Yep. And that, um, and kind of on that too, and I'm sure you can totally vouch or not even vouch for this, but agree. And and I know this has happened for you when I started to like tap in. So I'll start with this. I started getting into my spiritual side when I started the Kundalini yoga when I was in a really weird time of my life um, a few years ago and that Kundalini yoga, when they, when they call that like Kundalini awakening, I don't necessarily, um, I agree with the term. Like I think, and I like, I like the word awakening, but I also like the word like that. I like you found like who, like the light inside of you, or you found that there's more than, just a human heartbeat, you know, like it's, um, it just, that experience for me was just, and then my life just changed. I mean, people that I, I lost all these people that I thought that were supposed to be in my life. I mean, lots of people just like, you know, people that I didn't talk to and I'm thinking that I'm doing something wrong, but then not only did I lose all these people, but then I started meeting all these people that made sense to be in my life like people that were you know like happened on my podcast and they're like oh you're good at this you know keep going so I kept going with the podcast and then you know just like with the meditation and then I kept doing yoga I mean I I lack a little bit in the yoga department but you know just the actual meditation and stretching and things like that you know that's a very much so a part of my life and I've incorporated it because I tapped into that side of me, you know, I, I, I just, I found you start to find like cool things about yourself, right? Yes. hundred percent. Um, and basically what I was getting to was just the people that you meet and the people that you, the relationships that you have and the racial relationships you don't have, it doesn't like in my mind, right. In Katie's mind now, I think like, you know, family is not always going to be blood and friends are, I mean, you know what I mean? Like your family could be your friends or not even just that, or maybe your family, you don't like your family, your family doesn't like you, or there's just a lot of things that happened. You know what I mean? And 
there should always be forgiveness, but I can't make somebody do something they don't want to do. But in a situation, and like what I'm saying is that, you know, you had to have to understand that we put these labels on these relationships, but it's all about like what you feel when you're with that person. Like, okay, yeah, you might just be my friend, but you also were like, I love you because just because, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, and it's more, you're more than a friend. You're like my sister. You're like, you know, so many things that I can think of. And then, you know, then you think of other people who suck the life out of you and you're like, oh man, like I can't, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't be around these people. Like this makes me want to just, you know, your back starts. I mean, this is for me, my back starts hurting. I'm just, man, I, I start like crossing my arms. Like, man, I need to protect my chakras here. You know, just all See, kinds this of things. Is always so. so fascinating to me because you experience things in your physical body. Yes. So much 100%. more than I do. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying that. Yeah. Like, well, cause this is not the first time I've heard you say that you'll like feel it in your back or you'll feel you know, like some part of your body will start to hurt. And it's because whoever you're talking to, like, just doesn't resonate with you. Like their vibration is yeah. lower than yours or, or whatever it may be. And like my brain completely understands what you're saying, but I, at the same time, I'm like, my body does not react mm-hmm. like that. that like, I don't have that. Yeah. And it's so, again, this is that thing where it's like, there's no right or wrong way to do this. We are all individuals mm-hmm. and, and experience this experience differently. Right. Experience like the whole, let me, let me ask thing, you this right? question. Yeah. Cause you were talking about, you know, you're starting your journey with the Kudalini um, meditations and yoga and things like that. What about before, like, go back into your childhood. Did you have anything like looking at it back, looking back on it now as an adult, did you have any signs or anything in your childhood that led you, that you now can reflect on, I guess, and be like, oh, that might've been, you know, a sign from spirit that I was on the right path or something. I don't know. Um, well, I was told that I did used to see like certain spirit, like that, you know, people would be like, you would look at things or say things and talk to yourself. Um, I didn't have like imaginary friends, but I did always know I was like different from most people. Like I didn't, I just wanted to be me. You know, like I didn't want to wear that or want to wear this or have my hair like that. I just wanted to be Katie, like let Katie be Katie. Let me be in my world. You know what I mean? And let me do what I want to do. And I would, and I just, and I knew that that particular feeling and that like, (laughs) almost like stamina, I want to say, you know, just starting then I just. I knew I was different and going into uh, when I started, you know, maturing and, and, you know, different relationships with my parents and things like that. I was, I just always felt alone a lot of the time. You know, I never really felt like I fit in a lot. Like I was, I just never felt like I was around the right kinds of people and, you know, I wasn't the right kinds of happy. Um, And like I said, I, I felt, almost felt like a loner most of the time. And they usually say that when you feel that way, you know, and you feel kind of like you don't connect with a lot of people, then there's a certain, you know, your soul is 
and your spirit is just, it's searching for something, you know, you had to go through it, right? Um, well, my experience is different than yours. Right. <laughs> it's so different. Yours is a lot. That's what I mean. Like it's, I, like I, that's what I think of when you ask me that question. That's what I think. Like there was a certain part of me that just knew like when I was different and two, like I was here to make a difference somehow. And I knew that when I was little, like right. somehow, right? Well, that piece, I a hundred percent, like that was part of my experience too. I always knew that I was different mm-hmm. and I always knew that I was here for some purpose. I didn't know what the purpose right. was, but I a hundred percent believed that there was some sort of a higher power And that that higher power placed me here for a purpose. Oh, and and you know what else too is all the questions I would always ask. I would always be like, well, why is this happening? Well, why is this going on? And then I wouldn't be okay with the answer. My my parents would, and I'm not bashing anything, but or my parents or anything, but they would just say oh, you know, just trust in God, just believe that God, you know, has the answer. And I just, I couldn't accept that. I just could. They would give you the stereotypical parent explanation for a child. Yep. Yep. And I could not accept it. And I just kept questioning and questioning it, kept stop going to church. Why don't you want to go to church? I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, like <laughs> that. That's that's really a lot. I think the church thing. You know, I just always knew. I I'm like, this is what's wrong with this. You know, like, See, now and I come from an opposite of that because we didn't grow up going to church. Like my family was not religious or anything like that. I was so interested in religion. I remember my one friend was Catholic and I got to go to mass Easter mass. I got to get dressed up. I got to get get communion. Like I thought it was the most magical experience I'd (laughs) ever had in my life. (laughs) I was like, this is so cool. Right. Like how come I don't get to do this all the time? Right. Yes. But that's because I didn't have religion being forced on me at all. It was this interesting thing that I only got to experience like through other people. Yep. Mm -hmm. But, but then that's also something that I love because that gave me the opportunity to research and learn about a lot of religions. You know, I started looking into like Hindu and Buddhism and I, I got really into Wicca in my teenage years. Like I still have all of my witchcraft books. My very first email I ever had in high school was my witch name. Like I was, I was big into, into Wicca. So what did you like, can you, what did you do with it? Like, what did you do in high school with it? Like, what was your favorite thing to do? Tarot cards. Oh, okay. I still have my, that's my I knew first. That. I just didn't know if it was anything. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I still have my first tarot card deck that I got <laughs> when I was probably like 13, 14 years old. Um, I no would one. do a lot of candle magic, um, you know, with the different colors and, and just having the intentions basically. But I mean, these are things that I fully understood what I was doing. Um, part of the reason I think I was drawn to Wicca is because it was kind of cool in the late nineties, but still a little scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked being a bit of a rebel. I liked kind of scaring people a little bit, you know, like movies <laughs> like the craft came out. And so like 
being a witch was hot and sexy and cool, mm-hmm. but at the same time it was like, oh my gosh, that's not the norm. <laughs> like, please don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, that's kind of who I've always been. Like, I like to walk that line of like, I like to make people a little uncomfortable and be risky, but I don't want to go so far to where I'm unaccepted. (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, I can relate to that for sure. A hundred percent. Especially in my teenage years. Mm -hmm, Definitely. But I know I was telling you this a couple weeks ago when we were talking, I... Looking back now on my childhood, like I know that I had a lot more of connection to spirit when I was a young child. Mm-hmm. Um, I had imaginary friends. I had imaginary. I had an imaginary mom who took me places. That was, I, I remember you telling me that. That's awesome. I had. I, I remember go the first funeral I ever went to was my great uncle, and there was an empty chair next to me, and I was talking to him. I'd never met the man in my life, but I was convinced oh he was sitting in the chair next to me talking. You know, mm-hmm. I was talking to him. Yeah, like I remember these things, and it didn't really mean anything to me. So I have to tell you this. I did a meditation with um, my goddess tribe on Saturday in um, for the full moon, and we we got to go back and meet our younger selves. We found our little girl selves playing on a playground, and little Jackie was in a bubble. Like I couldn't actually get her to interact with me because she had this bubble around her, and she was just fluttering around. She wasn't even really playing with anybody. She was just all over doing her thing and I couldn't get her to connect with me. And then I ended up from there, we went on and met our teenage selves. And there's a whole other story there because it made me ball my eyes out. But after the meditation, I kind of came back and was reflecting and I'm like, you know, I didn't have an awareness until I was about 11 or 12. I wasn't aware of myself and I wasn't aware of other people. I was in a bubble. I literally lived in this world of make-believe, of mm-hmm. pure innocence and feeling. Yeah. And I didn't know that I had thoughts. I didn't know other people had thoughts. Like I didn't have that awareness. And then somewhere about, you know, about the time puberty was starting, mm-hmm. and I've, I've told this to almost everybody I've ever met in my life when my bubble burst in middle school, seventh grade, my bubble burst because all of a sudden I felt like I was thrown into a world that I didn't understand that everybody else had been in this world, playing these games and, you know, living this life. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I got thrown into it and I didn't know how to play these games. I didn't know how to live this life. I didn't know what to do for the first time in my life. I was aware of myself and everybody else. And I really think that that is truly where my spiritual journey actually started. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know it at the time. So you, so you were aware, but like now when you're like reflecting back on it, you don't feel like at that time you was aware you were as of, Oh my gosh, I can't even talk as aware, like as you're speaking right now. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's when my awareness started. It's done nothing but grow since Mm -hmm. that day. 
Okay, yeah. you were just saying that that's when you feel like it started in your childhood as far as like, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. because pri- prior to like age 12, I literally was in a bubble. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that other people had thoughts and feelings. I wasn't even fully aware of my own thoughts and feelings. That, and that, and you know, that can take people so much longer than just even at the, you know, at the age of 12, because I'll tell you that I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of myself at that age either. Right. You know, and it took me a long time. I don't, I honestly don't know when I can officially pinpoint that because I drowned myself a lot in like distractions for the longest time. Yeah. Um, Because I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to feel the pain that I knew that I had um, from my childhood. You know, you just because you were bringing that up, it made me think about this. Um, You know, the when you were saying you had like the imaginary friends and, you know, your imaginary mom that would take you places like I would the people that I connected with the most were always elderly people. And it was always and I connected with my great grandma, which was my papa's, you know, my papa's mom, and -hmm. then my granny B and anybody that passed away, I always my granny B or my granny angel, which is my papa's grandma, she would I would always see her like as if she was there with me. But I wasn't talking to her like I was it's like I was feeling her. And she was there making her me know like she that she was there like making it known, like, hey, I've been watching you. And then all of a sudden, when my granny B passed away, and I started to transform into somebody different, you know, moving away from my parents, and, you know, all kinds of things that I did differently. um, You know, I just started to um, I was trying to find a good word for it. But I just just, tra- you know, just transforming in and then all of a sudden my granny B died. And then I started to see her, you know, and then I didn't see my other granny anymore. So right. I don't know if that, you know what I mean? For some reason, I always felt like I was a visionary in some way, or I could see things and they would be there, but it doesn't necessarily mean they were saying things to me, but I could almost feel and know what they were saying without them saying it. Yeah. That's how, that's what my, that's how I always knew that something was always speaking to me that wasn't me. It was me, but it was coming through me and not from here, Mm -hmm. not through a fit. Like their mouths would never move, but I would see like physical images and I would just know they were there. I didn't have to, like I said, they didn't have to say anything. So that's, that's probably what I would say is probably you know, now that I think about it, I think that's probably the strongest thing as yeah. far as my spirituality goes and feeling that I've been, I've always been connected to a higher power somehow. So, yeah, I've always clearly heard whether you call it God or the universe or whatever you want to right. call it. I, I mean, for the most part, I call it the universe, but there are yeah. certain times that it's still in my head, it's just God. Cause I've always clearly heard God's voice in my head. Like I distinctively yeah. know it's not my voice. I know it's not my thoughts. I know it's not me. It's him. And it's hilarious to me because he's a very sarcastic, yeah. like 
joking per- like that's what god sounds like in my head he literally would be like what the fuck are you doing like he literally will call me out on shit all the time right, right. and that's how god talks to me yeah. no totally that's awesome that's really awesome like you have that you have a good conversation with god right or the universe yeah and it, and it could just be yourself you never know you know just your higher self who's to well say. i think that was that was one of my, no, it's not my higher self. Cause that's a whole, cause that was something that I learned. Okay. So we talked about my childhood and I really, truly feel like that's like really the beginning of my spiritual journey, but mm-hmm. we want to go with like technicalities here. Um, you know, March of 2020 COVID hit. Um, I was absolutely miserable in my job. I literally went in to quit my job and my supervisor was like, please, please, please don't leave. Just take a break. <laughs> um, I, well, one of my jobs, cause I, at that point I had several, um, you know, my marriage was falling apart. Like, I mean, everything all happened at once. And I, I hit the proverbial rock bottom basically. And that was when I was like, okay, I need to start. I need to do something. I, something's got to change. I got to do something different. And I started with like some yoga, but linked it with the moon cycles. Mm -hmm. I followed this lady um, and I can find her information and share it somewhere because she's absolutely amazing because, but I can't think what her name is now. Um, She does these yoga videos she puts out. And again, it has to do with linking them with the moon cycles. And I've always been drawn to the moon. I, I, yeah. I love the summer. I love the sun. I love, but put me out in the middle of nowhere on a full moon night. And that is the happiest I will ever be. Like, I just love the moon. The moon checks in on me. Yeah. If you ever see the moon during the day, that's because Luna is checking in on me. That's what she does. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I've seen her during the day. Yeah, she just ran because, like, literally, I was sitting in in my sacred space the other day doing a meditation, and something hit me really hard. And again, I'm sitting there bawling my eyes out because I do this a lot lately. Same. And I, I looked out the window, and Luna was literally like up in the corner of the window. I mean, it's uh-huh. like ten o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's way past her bedtime at yeah, this like, point. What are you doing now? <laughs> and she le- was just right there. And then within ten minutes, she was gone. And she wasn't there anymore. And it was really funny because then the next night I was at work and it was the night we had program, you know, so I didn't leave until like eight, eight thirty, um, after program. And so I'm walking out to my car and it was a clear night and I'm looking up in the sky and I was like, like, where is Luna? Right. And then my instantly my, I get this like download into my brain where it was like, well, she stayed up really early to check on you this morning. So she's still sleeping. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, Oh, I get it. You okay. You get a pass because so, you checked in on me this morning and you just, you're too yes. tired. I get it. Yes. Right. Well, you know, I've always been drawn to the moon and, <laughs> and her energy. So that's where I like really started this this journey that I'm on now mm-hmm. um, with that kind of stuff. And it led to, it led to crystals. It led to altars. It led to, 
yoga and meditations. It led to me, you know, digging out my old tarot cards from my teenage years and all of my other witchcraft books. It led to herbs and natural medicines yeah. and I mean, just, you know, human design and yeah. all of the other avenues it has led me to. Yeah. And every time I find, I open a new door, it's just, it feels like one more piece of the puzzle. Like connected. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then like astrology and birth charts and things like yeah. that. Like, again, something I've always been drawn to because I never felt like I matched my sun sign. Mm-hmm. You know, I right. technically I'm, I'm, I'm a Taurus and I was like, I never connected with Taurus. And I always thought it was because I was born on the Taurus Gemini cusp. Mm-hmm. Well, the more I dove into it and the more I learned, I figured out that's not how that works. Like your <laughs> sun sign is a very small piece of the puzzle. And I was born piece, at yeah. night. I was born at night under a full moon. I think my moon sign's a little stronger. Yeah, I would say so, especially since you're extremely drawn to the moon. Right. <laughs> yeah. And see, with me, like someone like me, I don't, I love the moon. I love the sun. I love the beach probably more than anything in this entire universe. So that tells right. you right there what my thing is. I just love Mother Earth. Like, mm-hmm. I am just a, the whole thing just nature, water, just everything about it, you know? So I think, I mean, and I know you are, you love mother earth too. Remember I was telling you with the, where I saw the tree and she was just hugging me during the meditation. And I just lost it for like 30 minutes, just cried and cried. And I just Mm -hmm. was like, wow, like my life makes sense now. Like, you know, my mother has always been mother earth. Like this is who we're all, we were a part of mother earth you know, and, and, and when you're talking about herbs, like that's what heals us when we're, you know, we're bleeding to death. We can take, take cayenne or however you want to say it and, and put it on there. It stops the bleeding. You know, we have inflammation, we take turmeric and it, and it helps. And not to mention, I haven't been on thyroid medication in almost three years because I've been taking natural herbs and my body doesn't fight itself anymore. Right. So... Which reminds me, did you see my new post about my herb or my capsules that I got? Yeah, I was like, I was going to say that's so awesome that you started, you, I was going to ask you if you were taking those because I yeah. just happened to start, I'm going to make like a mixture now instead of singles. So I was going to say, that's really cool that you, you're starting to take that because man, I'm telling you, it's been helping me a lot. Well, I Physically. I don't like the way I feel when I take an antidepressant. Yep. And I'm not anti medicine, right? I'm not. I'm a mental health counselor mm-hmm. and I am all for if you need meds, if your brain cannot supply serotonin and dopamine, store bot is perfectly fine. But um I didn't like the way I felt on them. I didn't right, like being right. dependent mm-hmm. on it was more mm-hmm. my problem. And then I always ran into the same problem and it's kind of, it's very well known in the mental health world, um, especially with somebody who has like bipolar, but honestly it works for any type of mental health um, issue that you take your meds and you feel better. So then you go, I don't need, I'm better. I don't need the meds. So then you stop taking the meds. Right. And it's this vicious circle 
because then you stop taking the meds and then you start feeling worse and it goes on and on like that. So, um, and I've noticed that with my age, not that I'm super old, but I'm on the young side of old now. Um, <laughs> my hormone levels are out of control and yeah. I feel I literally was questioning whether or not I was bipolar a lot of last year. Like I yeah. was talking to a counselor and I was doing all of these different um, tests and everything. Cause I was convinced I was bipolar or borderline personality disorder. Like something must be seriously wrong with me that mm-hmm. <laughs> I am feeling the way I'm feeling and making the choices that I'm making. And I mean, there was some things wrong with me, but for the most part, it's my hormone levels because I'm in like pre-menopause. So, um, I started taking this chast tree berry supplements and let me ask you this. How did you know to start taking that? I didn't know. I went to my favorite place on this planet earth, which is those nature people. <laughs> is that the one the that farmer's market? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to be so loud, but oh my land. They, I love them. Yep. hundred percent agree. Yep. I, you know, it depends. Actually, here's the funny thing. It depends how serious my ailments are. Mm-hmm. If it's just something small and whatever, I'll go to the one here in Davison. Yeah. If it's a little bit, then I go to the one in the Flint Farmer's Market. And if it's like a really big deal, I'm driving to Frankenmuth to go to their actual store. Because well, they have a, oh my gosh. Yes, yeah. we'll go. We'll make plans. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's happening. <laughs> so I went, uh, yeah, I went there and I just started talking to the lady and I was like, I, there's got to be something that's more natural that I can take that is going to help me with this. And this is what she gave me. And then, you know, being that I don't just trust any and all people. I mean, I, I trust these people, but at the same time, I don't know her. I don't know what she's talking about. So I then did the research myself because of mm-hmm. it's what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can find out there. I mean, it's basically saying like, yeah, this is, this is a great thing to take. And here's the thing. <laughs> I take it and I don't feel anything. Uh, are you supposed but- to? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I don't feel anything. Meaning I don't feel the up and the down. I don't feel the all over the place. I don't feel like I'm fluctuating. I don't feel anything. I just am normal. I'm at a baseline. And what is this stuff called? Chast tree berry. And it come, well, what are you, how do you take, like, is it a pill form? Does it yeah, they're, they're capsules. They're with the little powder in it. All right. You're going to have to send me that. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but yeah. So yeah. I'll send you the package, the package or a picture of the package. Okay, cool. Um, no, yeah. Cause I've never heard of that before. So I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? Because, and you know, that whole retrograde thing going on right now, cause I'm starting to like question my insanity. Sometimes I'm like one minute I'm good. One minute I'm like, ah, like <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> well, how old are you now? 31. Okay. That's still a little young for the premenopausal stuff to be starting, but, um, given your, um, reproductive health history and things like that, it could have caused 
um, an imbalance is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a, I mean, cause I've always been, and I don't know if you have always had that, but like my hormone imbalance has always been pretty off, like most of my life. Um, so I've always, I've pretty, I've struggled with that a lot, but. Well, and I had thyroid issues as well. And so I've always pretty much blamed it on that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, that I was always a, my go-to. Yeah. I have an overactive, right? Mine was yes. under. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why like I can't gain weight. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I knew that you and I had the something with our thyroid. Like I said, but I try to talk myself with the whole, you know, this whole not being feeling human thing. Um, I also read now that we're kind of on this topic, what I it began my whole like herbals natural because I didn't want to take the freaking medicine anymore. I was sick right. of taking the thyroid medication every morning. I was sick of having to wait a half an hour and then my I would flare up and feel I mean I've never had a flare up since I've stopped taking it, which is insane. So, you know, I just was like, I don't want to take this anymore. I just don't. Same with you. You know, my personal feeling, I don't want to take medication. I don't want the side effects. I tried that, been there, done that, went through the roller coaster. Um, But these natural herbs and have brought me to, you know, like I said, has brought the herbs plus the spiritual side together because I connect Mm -hmm. with it like you know, while I take it, while I drink water, like I think like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. Like you just like fill my body with so much love. You know, I just think that every time because water is so essential to me. Right. And I mean, it's essential to everybody, but that's just what I, what I think now, like, that's like my whole, I just, I feel it more than just physically. Like I just, I connect with it now. I connect with the herbs that I get and that I see and things will, you know, call to me. Um, but you know, it's not, but I also want to say, you know, I'm not perfect either. I haven't quite figured it out. I'm still finding, you know, um, that that's not just the answer, you know, like just taking herbs is not going to just make everything better. Right. And connecting soulfully and, energetically and vibrationally with somebody else who has a healthy thyroid, I can actually not soak up their energy, but I can absorb that positive and that good energy from their thyroid. It can actually help heal mine. Yes. And I, ever since I swear on whatever I want, you know, whatever anybody believes, like I swear (laughs) on it. Ever since I started thinking that and ever since I started thinking about the water and just everything that go, I think about where it's going to my body, this is what it's helping, you know, or when I'm meditating, this is what I'm releasing. This is what I'm, you know, trying to help heal or, you know, in Antonio, for example, right, he has an extremely healthy thyroid. So I started like I sometimes would like lay like my neck like on his and then I would think about that. And I'm not saying that that's, you know, that was the answer and that was the cure. And he was not the only person I would do that with, you know, so like I'd hug people and then I'd think about it like, oh, these people Mm -hmm. are healthy, you know, they could give me that. And I didn't do it like selfishly, you know, I just would think it in a spiritual way like, oh, hey, in this moment, 
you know, you could take this time to think that these people could be helping you in that way. Right. And then funny thing is, is that I started speaking up more and that's where your throat chakra is. And that's all about, right? And so ever since I've been speaking my voice and speaking up more and, you know, just being authentic, guess what? Guess what's healing, you know? So, I mean, that's just kind of like, I I don't know how, I don't know what else to say. Like, that's all, you know, it's, it, that's just what happened. It's hundred percent proof, you know, facts. Like I didn't make anything up and, you know, 90% of everything in this world has everything to do with faith, trust, what you believe in and intention. Like that everything it boils down to those things if you believe that you can heal yourself you will if you trust that you can heal yourself then you will if you have the intentions of healing yourself then you will Mm -hmm. it's it's literally that it's it's funny that it's that simple and yet at the same time like it's not a simple thing to do and not at all it's not easy to trust and have faith and believe that you have the power to do those things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the and that's the learning lesson, right? Like you, it that's is part that's of it. Also, that's also why there it has so much to do with connection. That's why it's good to have these connections with these other people. You know, to have a friend who is maybe like a Reiki master or something. Because then, if you don't have the faith that you can heal yourself, but you probably have the faith that she can heal you. Right. At least. Yeah, exactly. You might not believe in yourself, but you believe in these other people around you that they can do wonderful things and they believe that you can do wonderful things. So then you heal them in other ways. And it's just, yeah. Okay. Here's another thing that this is one of those things that I think back now, and this should have been a huge sign that I was going to go out down this spiritual path and become this spiritual person. I've always in my head had this idea of like utopia. Like I don't understand why we fight over land, why we fight over, I mean, why is the human race all we do is argue, fight, bicker and hurt each other. Like it doesn't make any sense to me Mm -hmm. because I think it's really easy and simple to go, okay, I don't agree with you. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean I want you dead. Exactly. Right. I don't understand the stupidity of so much of the human race. Yes. And it's really funny to me that, like, you picked the title, you know, when I realized I wasn't human. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> let me tell you. Right there, right? That, the right minute there. I realized I wasn't human... Everything made perfect sense. Yep. It was like I'm so oh, glad you said that. Yes. That's why I don't understand why these people <laughs> do the things they do because I'm not human. Exactly. I'm not from here. I'm on vacation here and it's weird, okay? <laughs> I got about what 60 years left. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm so glad you said that cuz I it was actually you and I must have been talking like you know, however, like we do. however you communicate, I don't need, it's a way you can't even describe, right? However, yes. you're talking to each other. I was going to say that same exact statement. Like when you said like, oh, the title, 
That's exactly when I felt it, when I knew, because I didn't understand humans, and that is 100% how I feel, like 100%. I don't understand it. The cat, You know, I was like, I'm a, I'm an anarchist, like, I'm for, you know, even if I don't like you, it doesn't mean I want you dead. Like, all the things you were saying, it's just like, yep, spot on. I 100%. Like, I've known for most of my life that there is no such thing as a good person or an evil person. Mm-hmm. Because we all have both. 100%. What was you that, can... that one god, goddess or god you were telling me about that she went through, like she does, she can alternate. Persephone. Through. Thank you. Yeah. Persephone walks in both uh, heaven and hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yes. Goes along with Actually, it. I think Hades falls in love with her, but she's the god uh, or she's the daughter of... um. Oh, what's the, I just lost the main God's name in heaven. Um, oh, I'm horrible with my Greek. Oh yeah. Don't ask me. I was going to say, you're waiting for me to answer. I don't, I don't know that I'm not good with that either. So I forgot, but either way, her, her dad is like God himself basically. And uh, Hades falls in love with her. So she's able to walk in both worlds. Yeah. I always think of that. Like, I think that, you know, I agree. We, we do, we all have a mix of both where nobody, no, no one of us has just all like positive energy, right? Like we're a mix of both. We have to be. So. Zeus. That's who it is. Her dad was Zeus. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You feel like you remembered it though. Yeah. I love Zeus. Yeah, Zeus, of course. Everybody knows who Zeus is. I can't believe I didn't even remember that. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. So she's the daughter of Zeus, but Hades fell in love with her, so she became queen of the underworld. But because she's Zeus's daughter, she's able to walk in heaven as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, even, like, even talking about that, like, the different gods and goddesses, you know, it's funny because when you really get deeper into this kind of stuff like nobody really is supposed to call themselves that you know like when you like you you can and I know that you maybe people are what's the it's a better word for it um oh my gosh I don't know and so you know because we're not human so we're either you know you're a star star sea there's different things like I might be an alien or whatever right but like But, but do what do some you? Some people are human. Some people are human souls on this planet, right? And they right. continue to reincarnate on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time. Right. So basically, what I'm saying is, is do you think that you know those those people that like thought of them? Because I mean, don't get me wrong. Like there definitely was people who knew they had the knowledge. They just had the wisdom, and then over. Okay, you know, I might be getting myself in too deep of a conversation. Nope. Let me, I, I think I know where you're trying to go and I can already answer your question before you even are able to form it. Okay, cool. So I think that the whole like Greek mythology thing happened on a separate, like a parallel, in a parallel universe yeah. and somebody astroplaned in a dream or I don't know what mm-hmm. and, and kind of discovered that and then turned it into a story 
here okay. on in this universe and this you know where we live now on this timeline basically because that's, that's that's one of my favorite things that I learned and it's really hard to understand and it's really hard to explain and it has to do with like a lot of quantum physics so it's no I mean I, I get you yeah way more I mean, than me but there are so many parallel universes to exactly <laughs> where we are right now like mm-hmm Think of a choice or a decision or a something that happened in your life that had it gone the other way, what would your storyline look like? Mm-hmm. Because that universe exists. Yeah. There is a universe Definitely. out there where you made this other choice or this other thing happened instead of what did. And that brings me so much peace and joy a lot of the times, like it makes me happy to know that that is happening somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it also makes my human brain go like, yeah, like, crazy. Like, it shuts, like it shuts down and I almost get like blue screen of death. Like my brain's like, cannot compute, cannot compute. <laughs> right. <laughs> but my soul, something deep inside of me goes, yeah, it's happening. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just happening somewhere else. And when I leave this existence, I will get to know what that storyline looked like too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's interesting because there's just, you know, how many theories there are out there just about just our whole existence and these stories. And I honestly, you know, I really do think a lot of it is the you know stories because we've I do believe in past and parallel lives you know even though I don't quite understand it yet I still that's the kinds of things that I haven't tapped into and I don't as much as you have you know what I mean like I haven't tapped into my like past lives and things like that right. as much yeah. um no go ahead No I was just going to say like I mean even though I have I've had the past life reading I've had um, the shamanic journey where I got to meet my higher self. Like I did have those things. Mm-hmm. This knowing is something that has always been with me. Right. Um, gotcha. And it's, it, I, I learned more about it in just trusting what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I discovered that I was a star seed, like that was absolutely, again, it was mind blowing. Like, Oh my God, I'm not human. This makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And then I started learning more about starseeds and reading more about them. And I just knew inside of me, like, this is what it is. And I've had in my shamanic journey and in my past lives reading, I was able to have the experience to kind of correlate with that already knowing I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... I am like, I'm the source of my people. So I think that's why these types of things just click with me a little bit more. Like I did, I don't have as many questions about it. I just immediately trust and believe it and go, yep, that's what it is. Yeah. And I think that's because I've been, my soul has been doing this like for millions of years, basically. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm old. That's all I got is I'm old. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, I definitely feel that. And, you know, when you're talking, it's, it's a, like, I think as, um, well, you know, like as humans, right, we have to, 
know, and I think you do a good job of this, is kind of having that knowing when to, or you know that you have to incorporate those things right, like together, but you also don't just like say, oh, like this is why, right? Like you just, you have a balance of the two in certain circumstances and different times. And you know, like, oh, it's not just this, could be this, or I could be doing this. You know what I mean? You look into, and you still research and you look to see, um, you know, what all can be incorporated and what could make sense. Like it's okay. You know what, you get what I'm saying? I do. I make sure that the actual, and that is the human side of me. I I make sure that there's some actual sort of facts or some actual sort of Mm -hmm. experience or something out there that lines up with this feeling that I have. Right. But part of that is because I am living this human experience. And so I don't always trust my knowing. Mm -hmm. Um, it actually, I when so. I trust my knowing is when I shine the brightest and when I feel, oh my gosh, I can't even fully explain to you what it feels like when I actually sit in that and allow it to happen. I am, I'm like on fire, but I'm lighter than a feather <laughs> and it's just this like amazing, like I'm, I'm on fire, but it doesn't hurt. Right. And it's, it's just an amazing feeling. And I, I don't always, I don't always get into that spot very well. <laughs> There's my human, my human brain and ego and everything goes, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What are you doing? Don't do it. What if you right. get <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. I can relate to you with that one too. Cause it, it is almost like you just almost, like you said, you can't explain it. It's just because it's something that's unexplainable to anybody else. Like you just know. Right. You just, you just know. And that is really like the whole point of, you know, this topic is like, it's more about like, just, it's not about the, you know, your human body. It's just, it's that higher self, so to speak. Um, I mean, everybody believes something different, so it's hard to say exactly what, you know, put it, put a name on it. But here's Um, the great thing about spirituality. And again, this is why I am so drawn to it and why I just, continue to invest all of my time and and money and energy into it. It doesn't discredit Christianity. Right. It doesn't discredit Judaism. It doesn't discredit being a Muslim. It doesn't discredit any other faith or belief or anything out there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It incorporates them all and says, let's love each other. Mm Mm-hmm. If you believe that, right, just love. Exactly. And and my other favorite thing about it is that there is so much freaking science that can actually mm-hmm. prove it. Yep. I, there is nothing I love more than when scientists come into the spiritual conversations and they start talking all oh of their science mumbo jumbo that I don't understand, but I know they're proving what I believe. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's all that matters. Yeah. I uh I know I was gonna ask you a question because you um and you mentioned this a couple of times and you know that I believe in this is the that human design. Yes. Um, and that's hard to explain. I'm not gonna like tap into that specifically, but you made me think because I relate to that the most so far, as far as when it comes to kind of like 
the I don't know if you want to say astrology is mixed in with that because it is based oh, on your birthday, right? Okay, okay, it's all right, 100% that astrology, so, yep. Okay, so I resonate with that the most. Like anything I've read, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I can't deny this. Like this is just, this is it, right? And yes. one of the biggest things for me was being an observer. Like I don't, I'm observer, but then when I do talk, it's, I'm giving either answers to that person or I'm, or I'm saying it for myself. So I just, and I believe that like 100% because I like, I love to sit back and listen and watch people. And I think as a part of why I told you before, I believe that I could be from another, you know, I'm another being on another level, light level vibration, whatever you want to call it. I'm observing and soaking up information to take it back, you know, to take it back and tell whoever, where I'm from to say like, this is where, you know, this is what's happening and this is what we're doing. And this is why I'm here as a human. And it's taken me a long time to accept why I'm a human, right? Like, so to speak, quote unquote. Yeah. And why I'm living this. And that literally made the most sense to me. Like you're an observer and you, and when you talk, like it doesn't, and you're talking to, it has to be in another conversation with somebody. It's the most beneficial for you. And I believe it for sure. So I just wanted to ask you like what yours, what yours was, because I feel like you're not necessarily an observer. I feel like. Right. So here again is my favorite thing about any human design, which falls into the spirituality world. My experience is different than your experience. And what's ironic in me saying that is that because we're both projectors, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many different kinds of projectors they are? Oh, <laughs> like, right, right. There's exactly. not just the one project. You know, there were all this. No, there's like I can't remember how many. There's like six or seven different kinds of each one, or maybe more. Like I can't remember exactly. Like I'm a six-two projector. And oh, uh, I could look back at mine. Yeah. Um, so there are some similarities because I am a projector and so are you, but there's differences as well because of the type of projector I am. I can't remember if I pull, I didn't pull yours up. I shall, I'll pull yours up and we can go over this another time. We should do a whole podcast on human design because it's just, oh yeah, definitely. I agree 100%. In general. So um, I won't go into much detail other than just to explain that. um, I had a similar conversation that we're doing right now with um, Chad and Amy this past weekend because they're both projectors as well. But again, like I'm a 6'2", Chad's a 6'3", Amy's a 1'4". Like, so we all fall under the projector umbrella, which means we have some similarities, mm-hmm. but then we each have our own umbrella that we're holding under that as well. That makes us different in individuals. Yeah. So yeah. It's, and then you get into the whole, you know, all of the other types that there are, that's just yeah. a projector. Right. It's, it's fascinating, completely fascinating. Um, actually human design is one of the first things that I, Again, when I started this 
specific spiritual journey. Um, I started with yoga and the moon cycles, which led to astrology, Mm -hmm. um, which led me in. Then I went into two separate directions off that. I went into like more energy work because I read um, the, what's it called? Crap. It's called the body code. I think it's called. uh, You might be right. I can't remember. The first one was the emotion code. And then the second one was the body code. But so that's, that's energy work about clearing trapped emotions and trapped energies in your body. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. And then a lot of my astrology stuff Mm -hmm. also led me into human design because like when you and me met back up after, you know, years of not seeing each other and talking again, and we, started talking about our spiritual journeys because we basically both started them around the same time mm-hmm. separately in our own worlds, right? right? Exactly. Yep. And we met back up and we started talking about like, oh, well, have you done this? And I was like, yeah, have you done this? And yeah. I remember asking you, have you done human design? And you were like, no, I hadn't heard about that yet. And I was like, crap. Because at that point I was looking for somebody else to like help yeah. me figure this out. Yeah, no, definitely. It is man, that it's, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it's definitely a lot to learn at first because I don't understand it. Like the concept of the, those trying, you know what I mean? I don't quite get that yet. Um, but like I said, we can, we, or like you said, we can definitely do an episode about it because I'll ask questions and you can, and we can, or I can research it and come back and have even more answers. Yeah, no, I, that would be great. Like I, again, I only know Well, what feels to me like a small snippet of it, right? But then Mm -hmm. when I have these conversations with other people who don't know it or understand it at all, it makes me go, huh, I actually do know more than I'm giving myself credit for. So Yeah, no, you do. I I often don't give myself credit like that. So I'm working on it. Even the, I feel like even the most, the, one of the most successful people, not saying you're not successful, they still don't let themselves get enough credit. So I still like, oh, too nice, too nice. Right. Like that is something that I'm working on is owning and trusting my own light because Mm -hmm. everybody who knows me, everybody who's around me will, will tell anybody and continue to tell me how much of a bright light I am. And I don't believe it or trust it most of the time because I feel like I'm like, "Mm, yeah, but you don't see the dark. If you saw the dark, you wouldn't think the light is as pretty as it is. Yeah. You don't want, it's it's like one of those things where you don't want anybody to see it, right? Like you don't want to tell people that you have that, but I mean, that's that's my ego trying to protect me. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I, man, you Did I tell you that I named my ego? No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, yes. I named my ego. Her name is Gladys. She is an adorable old woman who, you know, she just loves me and wants to protect me and keep me safe. And she's terrified of everything. Yeah, that would, I mean, that would make sense. It's really useful when I start hearing that little voice in the back of my head that's like, oh my gosh, I don't think you should do this. I'll be like, Gladys, honey. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think I need to do that. I think I need to give my ego a name. It's Just so useful. Me- <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to give mine probably a bad name, though, like something where I'm going to just be like, not a bad name, but just something that's really going to make me like laugh. Like, I, I love Gladys, but yes, that's why her name is Gladys, because oh, I can't oh be God, mad at Gladys. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be mad at her. She's just this sweet old woman who cares so much and she's just terrified. Oh, my and gosh. Gladys was the perfect name for it. Yeah, I love it. I really like Gladys. That's awesome. You're like, no, Gladys, stop it. Like, this is not the time. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Okay, well, I think we should wrap it up. We've been on for an hour. Definitely. Um, I got to put my kids to bed. I know. <laughs> oh, man. To school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, man, life, right? Human life. No, we got so much more to talk about for sure. Yes. So. Alrighty. Well, we're, we're going to stop recording and appreciate everybody tuning in. Yes. Thank you.